Welcome to Content Inspire, Episode 7. Today, we have the legendary and the badass Justin <laughs> Hall. Yeah, I know, right? Oof, great uh, great introduction for you, my dear. It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of pressure right off the bat. Hey, it's not pressure, man. You live up to the hype. What you're doing, what you're doing out there in the industry, you are a legend and you are a badass. So, well, I appreciate you, man. I know I, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on here, man, and uh, you know, letting me letting me tell the story, letting me talk about. You know, I, I get a lot of questions every day. I, I talk to other people about their stuff. It's always, you know, it's nice to talk about your own stuff once in a while, man. A little selfish. Well, that's good. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you hopped on the episode and i just hope that whoever listens to your story is just able to go out and do something awesome and incredible yeah i saw um you've had lots of uh <clears throat> good friends of mine on here you had ryan on here fitness informant and ben and jesse so I'm, I'm proud to keep that tradition going thank you man when um jesse when i featured him on content inspire the page was not a podcast page it was literally just sharing awesome people and then when I started the podcast, Ben reached out and gave me his support, and I was just super happy about that. So I'm happy to keep on having great and amazing people within the industry hop on and just talk. You know, that's uh, one thing, it, sort of putting the cart before the horse, but, you know, I, I, I come, I'm pretty new to the industry, and it's it's amazing to me how um, – people just connect, get connected so quickly and it's, it's a small industry. Like next thing you know, you're just like, wow, everybody knows everybody. <laughs> like, you just, yeah. It's such a tiny little world, but it's just so cool how, um, you know, you just get to doing things with people and, and next thing you know, there's like all these opportunities open up and it's just fun, man. I mean, it's just uh, every day you just never know with this industry. It's amazing. So quick, quick question. How long have you been in the supplement industry? Uh, well, I mean, I guess for real, maybe about just like maybe two years, I guess, I guess you could go back a little further because, um, you know, I started working on the original supplements new app, I guess that was maybe like three years ago, but I did it more from a technology aspect. I wasn't really involved with anyone in the industry, but I would say like really, really like got into it over the last like probably two years, roughly. Okay. Um, there's a mutual friend of ours, um, Brianna, aka Breezy the Fit Witch, and she would always be telling me great things about you. Then I saw you pop up even more on the supplement industry roundtable. So, hey, man, you're like I said, you're killing it. You're doing an awesome job. Uh, Bree is she's awesome. I love that girl. Um, it's so funny. I talk to her all the time. I've known her probably because I've known her for from the beginning. I would say. And um, that's just funny the way, you know, like I said, the connections and everybody's just sort of knows each other. And yeah, we're into the supplement industry roundtable. Talk about, you know, everybody likes to do podcasts and podcasts are fun, man. But they, I don't think a lot of people realize like it's like it's work too. You know what I mean? It's like it's fun, but it takes a lot of it takes a lot of time and, you know, things like that. And it's it's hard because everybody's got a podcast. So, you know, it's it's not always easy to bring something sort of new to the table. So we're getting in all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. So first off, right off the bat, from your own personal opinion, what has been your your best guest so far or your favorite guest so far on the supplement industry roundtable? Oh, man, that's tough. <laughs> so I know that's tough. You guys. It, have had... 
Yeah, they. I mean, everyone. So I really think like okay. So everyone that's been on there is right. Obviously, awesome. Like we've we've really um, we've had we we tried to avoid the whole like concept like of just like having our friends on there because we want to have like different opinions and stuff like that too but the first like group of people that we have on are just people that we've just had great relationships for for you know the last couple years with so you know I love them all to death personally but I would have to say (laughs) the Glaxon the third episode we did with Glaxon where we had the um we had the mystery product that gave us and then they told us that they included a mystery ingredient in one of our mystery formulas. Oh my God. And we didn't, know, and we didn't know which one was getting the mystery ingredient. We, we uh, speculated that it was niacin because they love niacin, mm-hmm. but we come to find out. So what happened was we took the formula right at the beginning of the podcast and they said it would take about an hour to kick in. So everybody was like kind of on the edge of their seat to see how we would react to this product that we didn't know what it was and then someone had the added benefit of getting it was one gram of niacin oh god <laughs> so it was so funny because you know we were getting kind of paranoid and like ben started to freak out he's like it's me man he's like i'm burning up and i'm like freaking out i'm sweating and then he was like he's like wait no i'm okay and then the glaxon guys were like kind of bummed because everybody was like was kind of okay we were just kind of uh, for the the product that they used was kind of a nootropic sort of formula. So everyone was just kind of like goofy. And the then next thing you know, I was like, "Oh my god, it's me!" I'm the, and Ooh. I turned I turned beet red. I was sweating. It was freaking hilarious. So I know the people um, the people at uh, listening to it had a blast too. Just sort of listening to us go through this torture process of the whole night. So. I mean, as much as I love, um, and the, the guys from Glaxon have been such huge supporters of of mine and mm-hmm. whole uh, Sir podcast, but um, that one probably sticks out the most. You know, we had Dan. We we dropped the uh, the Ghost Energy drinks. It was the first time anybody had had tried those. That was really cool, and I've had so many great people on there. John Meadows told an amazing story, but that Glaxon one thing was just that something i will never forget ever because it was just so like it was so glaxon because you, you know glaxon they're just not they're they're nuts right they're they're great guys they have so much fun with what they do and it was just like so on brand you know for them so i guess i would have to say that was the one that sticks out the most even though you know like we had axe and sludge on there. those guys are amazing so everybody i loved everybody but that one sticks out the most dude Thank you for answering that. I know that the whole entire Ghost Takeover team, when Dan showed up on SIRS and basically unveiled Ghost Energy to the world, that was like a super special moment for everyone. Um, but you sharing that the Glaxon episode, which I remember clearly that you got that. Oh, man, that thing was a, a insane. <laughs> I will say, you know what, I think... You know, thinking about the episode with Dan, so Dan, you know, was really good friends with Ben. Mm-hmm. I've talked to Dan, you know, off and on throughout this entire process. Dan's always been really, um, really great to me. Um, but that was the first time I really got to talk to Dan. I will say that Dan was probably the guest that I related to the most. Like, really, he started to tell his story and like his why and the reasons behind why he would make certain decisions and why he sort of like you know, stuck to his guns in a certain way. And I honestly, to be, be perfectly honest, like I connected with Dan 
the most out of any of our guests, I would say, like on a personal level. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I grew, like I knew, you know, I knew about ghosts. I knew about Dan. We had a thought, like, you know, we would talk like here and there, but I didn't know how alike we were and like how much I just grew such a tremendous amount of respect for him um, from that episode. I, I just remember like texting those guys, like after the podcast, everybody was hype about the energy drink and that was really cool. But I was like, man, I love Dan. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I was, think of. I was like, wow, I love that guy. What a like fantastic guy he is. Dude, I know that he'll uh, be super happy whenever he hears this episode. So that's that's dope. Um, yeah, yeah, we've been, you know we've talked more ever since then. Also, he's a, a massive supporter of of the app. Like he's a huge fan, and and it's just really it's really cool to you know you meet someone that you talk to someone you just you kind of hear it. I always like make this um, comparison. Sometimes you know when you're in business or you're doing certain things, it's like sometimes you can feel like it's, it's almost like being like in a foreign country where you don't recognize the language around you. And then all of a sudden you hear mm-hmm. someone, they sort of speak that same language and you're just like build that connection like immediately. So when like certain people describe their view of the world, say, I don't know, that's kind of like philosophical, I guess. But just when he started to describe certain things, I was like, yes, this is like exactly like how I feel. So we just kind of like bonded over that stuff. And it's just uh, he's been a big supporter of ours um, ever since, too, which is really cool. That's awesome. And that is really cool that uh, you're building a friendship and support from one of the badasses at Ghost Headquarters. So that's something like Ben and I talk about is, you know, I don't I don't get it as much, but I know um, we've had discussions about, you know, they're the big like buzzword in this industry. And like you, you hear like reviewers and stuff and they're like, well, you know, I'm unbiased, um, I'm honest, and, like, no BS, and yada, yada, yada. And I think all that's just kind of – it's not really true. Like, there's always bias. There's always – and I say it all the time. I was like, look, I, I'm, I'm biased. I'm totally biased. I'm, like, I'm biased towards the companies that – you know, there's a lot of the same formulas out there, a lot of the same products. I was like, so the people in their willingness to sort of share information, take us in a deeper dive um, – not necessarily show with the whole inner workings, but I was like, of course I'm biased towards someone like Dan, who's willing to sit down with me for, I don't know, endless amounts of hours to explain his why over, you know, not saying he's better than it, but I was like, of course I'm going to show him love in return. So that's just the way the industry works. So when people say they throw around that unbiased term a little bit uh, too freely, I was like, if I'm biased towards good people, Ben said the same thing. I was like, if I'm biased towards good people making good products, well, then I'm freaking biased. So, oh well, <laughs> you know. Well, I completely understand with that viewpoint that you and Ben have in regards to supporting good people within the industry, people that support you back, that give you the time of day, that share your story. You'll go above and beyond for them and their products and, and what they represent. So, yeah, well, and I think I've always said this too about supplements when you get to a certain point of it, you realize how impactful they are for people. Mm-hmm. I think there's a point like, and I don't want to say this like, Oh, when you're younger, but like, you just don't understand. Like you're thinking about say pre-workouts, you're thinking about pump products and stuff. Or you're thinking about, you know, how can I get the gains, bro? Right. But then you realize, yeah. you realize like, as you go further into this, there's so much stuff out there that like really can help people like on a fundamental, like health level, so all of a sudden you realize that these people that are coming into GNCs or they're going into their, you know, brick and mortar retail stores, 
they want somebody to help them almost in a way that they want they when they go to their doctor they want you know someone to help them and it's like it's that's a really like powerful conversation to have with someone um so it's it's much deeper than i think a lot of people in the industry sort of look at it sometimes and that's kind of an intimate conversation so i take a lot of like uh i take that very seriously that's a lot of responsibility when you're going to try to recommend products to people or help them out it's like you know these are people coming to you with their problems and yeah maybe they should be going to their doctor and things like that and but sometimes you know they don't feel comfortable so i think there's like um there's a big part of this whole process with people's health that I think is overlooked sometimes by a lot of people just in it for, like I said, the rush of the pre-workout or things like that. And not saying there's anything wrong with that. I was there too, mm-hmm. but things just, you know, your perspective changes as you go through and you meet more people and you talk to more people and uh, you hear their stories. I mean, it's, it's impossible not to feel a sense of responsibility to help these people. So you're absolutely correct about that. I think when you and I and other individuals, when we first started taking supplements, we just wanted the thing that would work in the gym. We wouldn't care about formula. We just wanted to just absolutely just destroy the gym. Get gains, bro. Get gains, bro. And then, and then eventually there's a light bulb that clicks that you're like, okay, I want to know how this works. I want to know like what, the, what does this brand represent at the end of the day? So there's just like that light bulb, that switch that, um, yeah, that basically you're just mindset changes about supplements. Yeah, that was exactly what happened. You know, people always ask me like, you know, how did you come up with the idea for the app? And that's exactly what happened is, you know, I just was doing the normal like career path, you know, going down and fitness was always a passion of mine. I took supplements, but didn't understand them because I didn't have time to try to understand them, or at least I didn't make time. And I just remember like getting into a point where I was like, man, I really need to like pay more attention to the stuff that's like going in my body and stuff. So um, I remember like looking at a protein tub one time and I was like, man, what is all this stuff? Like all the additives, I'm like, is this, you know, even healthy, you know, kind of thing. And yeah, nothing, you know, you re- you know how you go online, you just kind of tell like right away. It's like, okay. I don't trust this. You know, I don't trust what I read online very rarely. It's like, you can tell it's paid for it's and I'm like, so I don't want this person to tell me that about the protein powder because you want to sell it to me. So I'm not interested in that. So I was like, well, there's gotta be like some kind of app or something, right? Like there's an app for everything. I was like, we have to, like, if I could just see the barcode of this product and it could tell me all about the ingredients. I was like, and then I looked and there was none. And I was like, well, I have no idea how to do this but i feel like this should be a thing so i always tell people i'm like you know a lot of people get into business and they're not um they're like well you know i just don't have the knowledge i don't think i can do it i'm like i literally knew nothing about coding or making an app or supplements and i made like the best supplement education app that is on the planet right now even though there's no best it is the best so i was like don't ever sell yourself short man if you want to do something you can do it all right, so listeners, like straight up, just take what he said and run with it. Like he he just basically said that he didn't know anything about coding, web design, app development, you name it. And he just dove in and just learned. But the first initial thing is that you just have to start and go after it. So, dude, thanks for answering that. That was gold. Yeah, you're. It, it, all those cliches are true, man. And it's like, 
there's that's what always is always funny and it's not a, it doesn't come from a, a place of like being on a soapbox about it but there's a lot of people right you're you go through social media and your feed is just inundated with motivational sayings and people sounding great and saying messages well you can tell the difference between once you sort of go down that path it changes you and you can kind of tell the difference between people that are really going through it or really want to go through it. And the people are just kind of talking because, you know, because we've all been there. Like I, I was, I was the person that just sort of talked about what you wanted, but then you just get to a point and you're just, I mean, you just have to do it. It's kind of like, you know, anything in life where people talk about, they want to lose weight or they want to get in shape or they want to, you know, learn a new skill, but then they don't do it. So it's like, you know, this, this is just something that, and how do I know? I don't know, man. It's like, when I think back to that moment, I really didn't think about it. I said, I just feel like that this has to happen. I said, so I'm going to do it. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. (laughs) And I look back, the man, that guy that was thinking that if, I don't know, man, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, I'm reminiscing about it right now. Like he had no idea what he was getting himself into. (laughs) Oh, damn. Mind blowing. Um, So with the app, is it the same vision that you had like today as like when you first started or has it like changed over time, added new things as the progress went along is like, what are, where are you, where are you currently at with the app right now? Gotcha. Yeah. So there's, there was actually an original version of the app. Um, It was basically just, it was like a barcode scanner and then it would tell you about the ingredients. Basically that was about it. It was just a, you know, a basic educational. And it was funny too. I, I'm, I'm going to, oh God, I can tell too many stories. So I remember when I was building the original app with an app development team that was helping me as I was sort of learning this whole process too at the same time. And I remember like hearing it, it was, it was an entrepreneur. He made a comment about, he's like, if you don't look at your, look back at your like first product and if you're not horrified, he's like, then you're doing it wrong. And I remember I was building this app and I was like, this is just the coolest thing ever. Right. Mm-hmm. If I look back at that original version of the app, wow, it sucked so bad. <laughs> it's so horrible compared to what we have now. Like it's, it's almost like it, it, you're, I'm horrified. Like exactly like what that person said. I was like, I laugh about that all the time. Cause I was so like confident that this was, it, I mean, it was, it is really cool. Like it was a great idea. It had never been done before. Now, fast forward. So um, part of the problem, too, was, you know, when you're doing things sort of by yourself, you know, and you're working full time and you sort of have, you know, it's like, man, it's you're an entrepreneur. You're you're a small business owner. and You're by yourself. You have to do everything right. It's people just sort of collapse under that weight. And I knew at some point I was going to need someone else. I was going to need help. But I wanted it to be the right person because you'll get a lot of people mm-hmm. Another like lesson that I would pass along to people is don't everyone's going to want to tell you what to do. When you come up with a business idea and you start to do it, everyone's going to want to live vicariously through you. The only things I ever regret, like literally like in my life are listening to other people's advice about how to run my business, especially at the beginning, because 
I'm like, man, if I'm going to fail at something, I got to do it on my own terms. And I started doing things that I were like against my gut because you're like taking advice from other people because you're so lost. Like, and I just remember thinking like, why, why did I do that? You know, the only regrets I have with this whole thing is listening to too many people because everybody has the dream of starting their own business. And when they see you do it, they're going to want to jump on board and they're going to tell you what, what you should do or what they would do if they were you. It's like, you know what? You got to put blinders on. But um, I knew I needed uh, some help eventually. And that's when, by chance, I met my current business partner, uh, Prady. He came on board, I guess it was it was roughly about two years ago is when we met and, and got into this. And he said what his was, was um, taking businesses and scaling them. Like he's one of those just people, those serial entrepreneurs that kind of come out of the womb, like showing how to build businesses. Like that wasn't me at all. So I met him. We became really, really good friends, um, brought him on board. I mean, that's when we we created this newest version of the app, which is it, it blows the original version like out of the water <laughs> by, you know, a thousand. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been pretty good. And him and I are still, um, you know, partnerships usually don't last very long, especially in this industry, but mm-hmm. we've, been, we've been partners for two years and, you know, we're like family. He's like family mm-hmm. to me. And that was really the pivotal moment in probably supplement snoop. Like I get all the credit, I get all the glory. He lets me have everything, but Without him, uh, Supplement Snoop just is not what it is today. So I got to shout out my, uh, my my good brother over there, Prady. He's uh, that was a big big moment in Supplement Snoop uh, when I you know we decided to join forces. Okay, well I was gonna ask you if you had a I made it moment, but I believe that that was your moment when you brought in the right person to help take the app to the next level. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I guess like when I look back, that was like a pivotal moment. I don't think, I don't think I've had an I made it moment yet. Um, okay. No, you know what the what's interesting about though that's that's such a great question because I think if there's one thing that you know I talk to a lot of people that are they're successful or they're coming mm-hmm. up with really cool things and if it's one thing that I think you really struggle with or people like in that mode is taking time to sort of appreciate what you've done mm-hmm. because you're always thinking like what's next, especially with as competitive as everything is these days where it's like, man, people don't feel, I mean, people can't take a breath anymore. It's like, you know, your, your analytics are falling apart and you know, the whole world's are in, and there's a hundred companies waiting to sort of, you know, overthrow your position. And it's like, so sometimes it's hard to even appreciate if you have an, an I made a moment, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, I don't know if those exist anymore sometimes. So it's a, it's a good question. I'm not sure that I've really like had an I made it though. But, well, when you do happen to have that I made it moment, just let me know. All right? <laughs> I will, man. And- I will. I will because I'm, I'm probably going to need somebody to point it out to me. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, <laughs> hey, man, it's time to time to slow down a little bit, but. You know how it goes. Well, so next question is, what is your go-to alcoholic drink? I know that that's out there, but I'm already drinking my Crown Royal Peach with Sprite, so I just want to know. Yeah, so <laughs> funny. I've become a, a, a bourbon aficionado <laughs> <I> for <am laughs> the last, like, probably six months, especially. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and what am I? I got Woodford right now, Woodford Reserve, which is just um, a really solid, um, you know, decently priced. That's a good thing about bourbon is you can get really good bourbon for really cheap. Like you don't have to go and like spend a ton of money on bourbon. So it's like Blanton's is my favorite, but Blanton's is really hard to find these days. So they are, they charge you just way too much for it. So I'd say like anything like Buffalo Trace bourbon is, uh, that's where usually you can find me these days. (laughs) Okay. And continuing the theme of having fun and all that good fun stuff. So when you're not working on your app and consult and supplement company consultation businesses and so on and so forth, are there any shows that you are watching on Netflix or any other platform? Oh, good question. You know, you know what happens, man, is like, uh, I find myself rewatching stuff that I know I like. Oh yeah, I know. I'm the same dude. Cause you know, it, it's like, I'll sit down like, okay, what was the last show we really watched? The Witcher. We watched the Witcher on Netflix um which uh, that was awesome but that was because i'm Mm -hmm. like witcher fan like i I was like excited for that but you know what happens is like you'll go to try to find something it's like ah this is just too much work like i'm just so i i'm like actually re-watching dexter right now for like the 10th time so (laughs) okay like i'll just go i'll find something that i already know that i like and i'll just re-watch that it's terrible well, it's all good. Um, if there's three shows that I could recommend your way that if you ever do happen to see, mm-hmm. um, The Magicians. Oh, yes. Yes, dude. I love that show. Yes, dude. Yes. Freaking, oh, man. Oh, I love you so much. So, yes. So that was the la- that was the last show that I was obsessed with because actually we were watching Supernatural, which I had never watched yeah. before. But The Magicians. Oh, my God. That show is so badass. I love it. You remember season one, like how perfect it was? Yes. Yes. Like still to this day, I think Quentin Coldwater. And I'm just there like, dude, perfect character. Perfect character. So funny. uh, A friend of mine is watching that show. Okay. Mm -hmm. And powers all the way through. Well, not all the way through. Gets into season four. And is has been stuck with like three episodes left of season four for like oh, three, no. for like three months. I was like, "You are killing me!" Like by doing this, I mm-hmm. need you to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to finish after season four so that we can talk about it. Yes, I'm like, you have no idea what you're doing to me by holding off on this. But see, you get it because, like, imagine, yeah. imagine you're someone gets really excited about the show and you're going through it with them. And they watch all the way through season four with like, and then they stop with a couple episodes left season four for like, yeah, yeah, no, I would just send a message and I would ruin it for them and just be there. Like you took too long. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I don't don't know if we can be friends anymore because my bad. I can't find you. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is, man. If I'm waiting on you to finish an amazing, amazing show, like the magicians and you're not going all the way through. I'm just going to be there. Like, look, this is what happens. Boom. Game over. Man. Cause, Cause I need to talk about it. Cause what uh, dude did that last episode of season four, right? Hurt, <laughs> hurt. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Man. Damn. We just, like, a, we just had a stepbrothers moment, man. Yeah. And then um, the two other shows, just to let you know, um, the other one is the order on Netflix. Mm, I know I've heard of that. 
So that one's more like um, secret society with magicians and werewolves and just like I'm good with it kind of it kind of has the same theme of the magicians. Honestly, it gives me the same vibe. I'm in. Okay. And then the third one, this is a chick flick started with my wife, but it is kind of interesting. It's Roswell in New Mexico. Mm, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of the same sort of vibe, like a little science fiction-ish kind of thing, right? Yeah, aliens that look like us, but they have like super, they have like powers and whatnot. So it's kind of interesting vibe, kind of. So I, I, I liked it. Season one was on point. Um, season two, you got to trudge through it, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. And that, I think that was one thing, like what I like about Dexter and I recommend it to people. It doesn't like it's from episode one. It's awesome. You know, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't take you know much time, but I'm stuck on the magicians now. I'm actually I think I have to send a text message to this person and say, by the way, get your crap together and watch it. <laughs> get your crap together. Yeah. Just just be happy that this person doesn't know me because <laughs> Right? Because how, uh, I'm like, I, you have no idea yet. I was like, but when you do finish it, you'll see what you've done to me. Yep. So, yeah, so good, good call. All right. So, um, I know your boy Ben from Price Plow is gaming hard with Warzone. Like, that's like his thing. He's super into it now. Do you game? I actually don't. I, well, so, I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, I just got done playing Last of Us 2. How was that? So super controversial. Um, oh, yeah. There was like, I, you know, here's the thing with me, though. Like, I really stopped, like, paying attention to what anybody says, like, about anything. Because I just realized, I was like, wow, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, people will hate it. So like, really, like, yeah. I don't read stuff online. But you know what it reminded me of? I don't know if you're a Star Wars fan, but the whole, like, backlash, it reminded me of, like, The Last Jedi. Um. Mm-hmm. where it was like it was like split like 50 50 like 50 percent of people loved it and 50 like percent of it hated it so the last of us 2 was i thought was incredible but there is a part in it that i can see why like is it almost like i was i was like literally like angry like playing the game i was like i don't want to i don't want to play this anymore but sort of like kind of powered through it and then you see how they sort of bring it together and i was like wow so I do, I play I play video games. I just don't do online. Like, so when I do turn my PlayStation 4 on, I'm a PlayStation guy. I talk a lot of crap about Xbox on my channel. I don't know if you've ever seen, <laughs> seen it. I just do it in fun. Like, it's all good. Like, I just, some of my friends get real, like, hype up about, you know, Xbox. So I have to mess with them. But um, I just usually play, like, single-player games. Like, actually, The Witcher was one I play a lot. And, uh, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 and... Last of Us 2. So I like to play video games, but I just use, I'm like an anti-social gamer, I guess. Dude, I completely understand. Um, Yeah, the last like multiplayer or online game that I played was Fortnite, but everything else is like RPG, like solo player game and just like enjoying the story. Um, So going back to Star Wars, are you a huge Star Wars fan? Huge stars, man. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about The Last Jedi. Were you part of the 50% that loved it or 50% oh, man. that hated it? So <laughs> you're going to get me in a lot of trouble here, man. You get asking me these controversial questions like this. <laughs> My bad. I, I, I'm, I, I'm getting ri- I loved it. I loved The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, you know what, though? I think I started to love it even more because it pissed so many people off. 
And I was kind of, I'm just kind of like one of those people where when I see people get like overly emotional, like complaining about things, like I kind of like that a little bit more. <laughs> I'm kind of sick like that. So I just felt like when I watched it, there's like so many epic scenes in it. And they're so like yeah. the acting in it is so good. But I felt like people were so angry because it was like different. Like I just remember when Force Awakens came out, people mm -hmm. were like, oh, it was good, but it's too much like the original ones. And then Last Jedi came out and people were like, well, it's too far away from the original ones. It's just like, well, you, you just, now you just, people, you just sound ridiculous. It's like, what do you want? So I personally, okay. I personally really loved The Last Jedi. So. Okay. Now that um now that I have my composure and I'm breathing well, <laughs> basically, um, I do understand your viewpoint in regards to uh -oh. um, the, uh -oh, this is a nice way of saying I'm wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that you're wrong. No. Um The Force Awakens, you're one hundred percent right. It was like a new hope. Basically, it was like almost an exact copy, just introducing new characters for the new generation, right? Mm -hmm. The last the last Jedi, what I think how it why they got so much backlash was any any base for the story that was told in the force awakens was ryan johnson was just there yeah. like i'm not gonna do that yeah like, true at the end of the day um ray her parents are nobody not special at all um let's not even like really focus on that let's just like say let's just have kylo ren just say you were traded that's it given up whatever um and I think the only scene that kind of made me say what the fuck in the movie theater was um, Princess Leia or, or uh, General Leia that in the Mary Poppins scene in space where she survived and yeah. then floated back into the spaceship. That literally did make me say what the fuck. But everything else, I'm good. I understand. Um, I do kind of feel like the Rise of Skywalker was trying to fix some of the things that happened in the last jedi story-wise at least that's what that's my viewpoint but at the end of the day you're a star wars fan so i like you love you dude well i think that i told someone this before i was like look they were like what'd you think of uh the rise of skywalker and i was like i loved it and they're like really i'm like listen they could show a movie of Ewoks shitting in the woods for two and a half hours, and I would love it. I was like, that's just the type of Star Wars fan I am. I was like, so mind your business. But, like, the part you were saying about the, um, the Leia part, that was so true because, you know what, that was, like, such a, like a key point of the story. They could have done, you know, you're like, oh, my God, like, she's, wow, she's powerful with the Force. And it's like, and that's how you kind of did it. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's yeah. That was a big swing and a miss, but there was so many good scenes though in that movie though too that I really like. But I agree with you. That one you're just kind of like, I'm gonna pretend that didn't happen and just be like, oh, she's really powerful with the force. Um, I just so, hadn't done that. So I'm not gonna lie. When you said that there could be a movie of Ewoks shitting in the freaking forest or woods, I almost spit out my drink. <laughs> when I try to explain to someone like, it's, you know, people really really hyped up about this i'm like look you're not gonna get that from me because this is how i feel about stars i'm like so if you want you know logical discussion about pulling apart plot points and stuff i'm not gonna give that to you i'm just gonna enjoy the show so that's just that's just me and star wars okay so talking about another 
universe and other um, nerd slash geek fandom. Are you a Marvel fan? I am. I, you know, I grew, you know, when we, you know, people always ask like the Marvel versus DC. Like I grew up mm-hmm. liking the DC universe better, but obviously the Marvel movies blow the DC ones away. So it was kind of conflicting because it's like, well, I prefer the characters and the stories in DC, but you know, so I, I took it took me a long time to really watch the Marvel movies because there's way too many of them, you know, to try to mm-hmm. keep. But I do. I'm a big, you know, I'm a big Marvel fan. I thought that they, I thought they killed it, you know, with the last couple of movies. The way they ended that entire story is super impressive. So um, I absolutely love the Marvel movies because they did it the right way. They built like each character and then introduced it. They had the they had time on their hands. Yep. Um, I love DC characters more though. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely like you. Like um, my favorite superhero of all time is the Flash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I like Batman. Batman because he's just a guy. You know what I mean? He's just like a man. But I, I totally get it with Flash too. Like um, at least for me, hopefully the Flash movie when they bring in um, Ben Affleck and Michael Michael Keaton, dude. I hope that they do something really special with that one. Yeah. Um... Right, because there was um, people were asking me about what I thought about the Batman, um, you know, with Robert Pattinson being Batman. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. Like, it's another one of those things. This is exactly like why I don't, like, people always ask me, like, what I read. I'm like, I don't, I don't read anything on social media, really, <laughs> because it's just so, like, annoying. I'm like, people already hate it, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's like you saw a, like a 30 second trailer. Like, how can you hate, like hate it? Like be so emotional about this. All right. There's no way you people are being serious. Like you can't please, I don't know, go find something else to do. <laughs> See, the one thing that I've learned in life is not to give a shit about what anybody else thinks. Hey, man, thank you. You're ahead of the game, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, before 2018, I cared about other people's opinion. After that, I learned, uh, it, uh, I learned it doesn't matter. What, what was the cutoff moment for you to stop caring? So I always had like that huge self-doubt and negative mindset in life. Like, don't do it. You're not good enough, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. I remember like August or September of 2018, I set up like my first fitness shoe, right? For like whatever clothing brand I was into at that time. And then boom, that was the switch that said like, you can literally do anything you want. Just go out and do it. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, that's so funny because uh, I get like that now. Like, there, you know, there's some people that don't really, like, appreciate, you know, kind of my style and stuff. And But what I, you know, what I tell them, I'm like, I don't, I don't care because if you, once you get to that, once you have, and that's, I guess, maybe, I don't want to say that's like an I made it moment, but that's sort of like one of those moments that sort of changes the trajectory of your life. Mm-hmm. Once you sort of, like, go down that path, I mean, I like I tell people, I'm like, I hate to break it to you, but there's not shit you can say to me that's going to change my mind <laughs> about, you know, my, you know, path and my goal, because I've already figured out certain things and I don't, I don't need your opinion about it. So it's like, once you prove it to yourself, but there's so many people out there that want to have that feeling that you're talking about, but don't actually, you know, go out there and you know, we make the analogy of jumping out of a plane sometimes. It's like sometimes, you, I mean, you stand there on the platform or do you jump and figure out how to land? You know what I mean? It's like you just have to at some point. But once you do and you prove to yourself that you can land, you feel invincible in ways, man. And it's like, you know, even when problems arise in front of you, you're like, you know what? 
I've made it through before. I'll make it through again. It's going to be fine. You know, <laughs> everything's on fire, but I know I'll put it out. So it's just one of those empowering feelings. So it's really cool. Thank you, man. And no, yeah, you're 100% right about that. So let's just uh, keep on killing it. I agree. I like that. I like the attitude, man. You figured it out early. Um, well, eh, I know I shaved my beard off, but I'm, I'm still 29. <laughs> that's, that's early, man. Um, so quick question, just dropping it in there. Boom. What has been the best experience that you've had within the supplement industry so far? Oh, geez. Uh, I know, right? Oof. Ah, there's, it, it's so cliche to say it, but so the, the supplement industry in just, I make this comparison a lot where, you know, everything's digital these days. Everything mm-hmm. is done, say remotely, you know, we're all connected from all around the world, but we don't really spend a lot of time like with each other. But when you go to like these, these events and you meet people that, you know, you've been friends with for, for a long time and, you know, you get to solidify like those real connections. Like that's what I'm all about these days. Um, I think COVID has been an extra motivator for me to, to really do a lot of traveling and going and seeing, and you know, shaking hands and giving hugs to these people that have meant so much to me and like my life and uh, the trajectory that we're on. So I know like one big moment for me, that stands out. Um, well, just recently we had that the nutrition store party, but rewinding a little ways, we went to the Olympia last year and it was the first time I had ever gone to like an event as not like a spectator. And I was never like really like an event person anyway, but mm-hmm. you know, we, we went to the Olympia event. It sucked. Like we were there for like five minutes, but I got to meet a group of people that, were like family to me, but I had never met him before. And it's like, once you kind of do that, you know, you just kind of get addicted to spending time with, with people that, that, you know, are sort of, it's kind of cliche again to say it, but it's like people that just sort of build you up and you build them up and, you know, you, you share all these like great ideas with, and, you know, you might grow up with friends as sort of, you have to kind of cut them off, you know, because you're sort of going on one path. And it's like, then you meet other people that even though you don't know them that long, they are like, you know, like family to you. And it's just, I don't know, I I guess, I guess it's hard for me to like pinpoint one, but it's, we've done a lot of traveling. We've done a lot of these events where they weren't, they weren't like sales events, you know, like the nutrition store party that we just went to um, just maybe like six weeks ago was amazing. It was just like, a group of it was like a family people that had never met before and we just got to like hang out and just just solidify all these relationships it was the first time like uh ben and jacob and i had ever been together it's the first time i met jacob so for us to be able to you know do all the things we do on a day-to-day basis and then finally be able to hang out with each other those are just the kind of things that stick out to me the most anymore and you know i get to go and up to Boston where Prady lives, my partner, and we, you know, we spend time together. And it's like, as much as things are digital, it still always comes back to people. It's all about people in this business. It's all about people just in general, about how you interact with people and how you connect with people. And like I said, that, I don't think that's ever going to go away. And that's a good thing because that's what um, I've been enjoying a lot of that lately. Well, that's good. 
And um, I did see a lot of the content that was posted from the TNS party, whether it was from Jacob, you, Ben. Um, I know Jesse um, Westover from Nutrition Junction was out there and he was super happy to be meeting you guys and hanging out with you. (laughs) So, yeah, that event looked insane, dude. (laughs) It was it was it was great, though. But, you know, we're um, we're going to be doing it again. So. You know, if you're uh, if you're able to in December, you know, come hang out with us. Well, since you just invited me, just oh, give me the details. Since you just gave me, since you just gave me the invitation, give me the details and I'll make it happen. Yep, December twelfth, Spartanburg, Spartanburg, South Carolina. December twelfth. Mm. Okay, count me in. Yeah, the um, <laughs> it was oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Like I said. Jesse, uh, you had, you know, you, you know, Jesse, such a fantastic guy, but, um, you know, I've been doing, I don't know if you watch like my happy hours with Chris Waldron, we do it every Friday, you know, mm-hmm. we have some drinks and we hang out for an hour and talk all kinds of crazy shit. And, you know, Chris has become such a like great friend of mine. And that was the first time I had met him. And it was just, you know what, man, it's just so bizarre. Like, and you meet people in person like that and I'm just like, oh man, it, it's like we see each other every day. You know, you it's like you're hugging someone that you basically live in the same house with. It's like, oh, I, I just saw you, you know, kind of yesterday. It's just so, it's so bizarre, you know, it's so surreal sometimes. Yeah. And no, I had definitely have been watching your happy hour with Chris on Fridays. <laughs> That's why off the podcast, I was like, yo, you want to drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. We have a good time together. It's, uh, uh, he's nuts. I love that guy. Well, um, now just talking about the consultation side of your business. Mm -hmm. So um, I know that you offer services to individuals that want to start a supplement company or have started a supplement company that reach out to you and pay a certain fee, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And they'll have like a one a month, like they'll have your expertise by what is it? Email, text, call. You'll be able to talk to them and see how the business is doing, what they should be doing better. Like, how does that whole entire side of the business works? Yes, that's it's a really good question because it's something that Prady and I we never it, like I said it's what his entire background is mm-hmm. um, in all different areas. You know, because um, we don't just work with supplement companies, although that it just obviously naturally is who comes to us the most, but what we kind of noticed was there's like consulting has gotten such a bad rap. And I think like so many people are just, you know, when you go on and you get hammered with marketing pitches and like, it's like you almost go into it knowing you're going to get screwed over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, you just know that you're going to hand this person, probably a person that you're never going to talk to, or you're just relying on these remote positions. So like, you know, we really think because we we would get all these like brand owners coming to us that were struggling and getting screwed over and all sorts of stuff. So they would ask for our advice and we're like, you know, we really need to make this like an official kind of thing. So we just him and I take a different approach, I think, than than other people. Like we're really we don't we try not to take on like that many clients because we really try to become basically part of the team like we have it's 24 seven access. Like we have, um, you know, WhatsApp chat with all our clients that they can reach out to us. Prady and I don't sleep. So you can reach out to us like at any point of the day, but we always want to make sure we have like one, at least one phone call a week where even if there's not a lot to talk about, like we still just want to make sure we 
you know, we, we catch up, we talk, we brainstorm because a lot of times we get into this mode when you're running your own business. A lot of these people, you know, you're single owners, you're, you know, maybe got one partner. It's a lot of responsibility, man. And your, your brain never stops. And it's like, you get so bogged down with, um, you know, the day-to-day tasks that sometimes you just, you're missing so many things. Grady and I actually just did some content sort of describing like what we do. It's almost like we, we made some analogies. It's sort of like, well, it's, it's like taking your business sort of like into a garage, check out, you know, all the systems, like make sure, you know, everything's running efficiently. What is there any waste, you know, is anything like this? And then we sort of will talk to a company about like, what do you want? Like we see a lot of companies, supplement companies, especially that they, they make the mistake. They put the formula first. They're like, okay, well, I, I have this cool formula and then everything else will figure itself out. That is like the biggest mistake I see over and over again. Nobody cares if you can make a cool formula, if nobody knows who you are, like literally nobody cares. No one, like there's no honor in making a cool formula that no one will ever get to use because you can't market it or you can't sell it to people. So we like to have honest conversations with people like, like, where do you really want to go with this? What, what is your real goal? We try to get down to it because basically to make another analogy, we like to make sort of a GPS for your business. It's like a straight line, the shortest route is going to be the most successful, right? Like, you know, you don't want to be going off course and taking the wrong turns and stuff like that as little as possible. So that's just what we do. We, We've done it so many times. We've seen it so many times that, you know, we, we've seen all scenarios. So, you know, we really like to work with companies that are really passionate because there's, there's like a thing that him and I always say, we feel an honest responsibility that if someone is willing to, to do the work and they really want to do it, you should not be held back just because you don't know the information. Cause it's like, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And then mm-hmm. this stuff, you can't just Google this information. You can't Google this type of experience. So I, don't, I just don't think that anyone that has the drive and the passion and the willingness to sacrifice should ever be held back just because they don't know the information. You know what I mean? It's like someone should help them. So that's just what we do. We, we really get hands-on with people. We really, you know, whether it's, you know, pretty do like we take care of all like legal things, contracts, um, we, I, I tell these people, that's my dog barking. That's all good, dude. I tell people, I don't know what he could be barking at right now, but we tell people a lot like, we tell people like, you know, yes, we talk about, you know, scaling and we talk about, yeah, we talk about ads and we talk about, you know, your cash flow, yada, yada, yada. The business thing is really important stuff, but we also talk to people about stress management, time management, um, you know, things like that, like personal things. Like we really get, um, these people are really, you know, we build really strong relationships with them. We really like their success ultimately is how we view our success. And, you know, I think that that was really lacking. I think consulting has become such a popular thing because it's so like people realize they can do it like hands off. And I think that that's where kind of things went wrong. So him and I just want to do it a little bit different. You know, we want to be really hands-on. We want to really help people. So um, I guess that's a, the long, short version of what we do. Is it, really, it really kind of changes from day to day. We never really know, um, you know, what we're going to wake up to sometimes. There's just so many crazy things that happen in business. But at this point, we've seen it all. We've been there, done that. We've overcome everything. So we really tell people um, if they're willing to 
have the foresight and you know, sometimes the guts to, you know, to bring other people on board. It's hard. It's hard to bring people into your baby, you know, and, and sort of give up, you know, it, we don't like take control of everything. We're just, you know, advisors for the most part, but it's hard to, you know, when you start a business, you're very, you know, you hold that very strong to yourself that, you know, you're almost like a, you're almost like a martyr sometimes where you're like, well, I'm just, this is me and I'll go down, you know, with my business. And it's like, sometimes it's hard to bring other people into it, you know, cause it's, it's kind of an ego thing. I went through that too, but knowing when I, what happened when I brought Crady on board to my business and how much it's grown and then taking my knowledge of the supplement industry and then his knowledge of business, um, we know that we can help people a lot. So I've been having an absolute blast doing it. I love our clients, have great relationships with them. They're all doing really, really well, which makes us really happy. So it's really fun, man. It's really fun. It's really rewarding for us. It makes you feel good, you know, when you put your head down on your pillow at night, when you know you're helping people uh, grow their passions. Well, I'm glad to hear that that's uh, going successful and that at the end of the day that you're happy and passionate about it. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. I mean, what can, can't beat that, right? Yeah. And one last question. Okay. So how important is it to have um, a brand image or brand or a story behind the brand when you're wanting to start your own supplement company and or any business? Ooh, this one might uh, <laughs> rub some people the wrong way. Uh, people, especially in the supplement space. Okay. So once you get to a certain point, like nobody gives a shit about your story until you're successful. Like that's mm-hmm. the honest to God truth. Like everyone has a story. Every customer out there has their own struggle, their own story. So like, you know, no offense to people that are going through hard times, but it's like, you know, I had a story too. When I first started supplements, but nobody gives a shit. Like they want to see something that helps them. So unless you have something unless you're building a product or a business that truly helps someone nobody gives a fuck about your story man like there's no sympathy out there like it's it's a business right so Mm -hmm. but now once you get to a certain point of success then people are interested you know in and then like oh that's a cool story and then the story starts to spread but at the beginning nobody cares they just want to know if you're what you do is going to help their lives in some way, shape or form. But at the same time, like, I think one other thing you touched on in there, like how important is it to like have a brand? That's kind of like a, I mean, that's obviously important. You know, you have, that's hard to have at the beginning though. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, a, you know, if nobody knows you, how do you do it? It's really, it kind of gets to be a little bit of a gray area though. But yeah, as far as like the story goes, like nobody cares at the beginning. <laughs> Nobody, cares about nobody wants to bring you if nobody knows who you are nobody's going to ask you to come on your podcast okay yeah you're right in regards to that aspect two two examples for me in regards to like having a clear focus of how you want your brand to be how you want your company to be um i would have to say aaron singerman from redcon one in regards to like the overall theme of the brand being military um like that way how everything was geared towards um just military based just all around badasses plus he had his success from his previous businesses so he was already successful when that started had um freaking dallas mccarthy dallas which was a badass 
Yeah, so um, exactly, right? It's like, yeah, he, yeah, he hit the ground running with Redcon because look at the experience of that guy. You know, because people talk about they ask me a lot of questions about like how Black Sox is so successful for such a young brand. I'm like, I'm like, they're not a young brand. I was like, they're new to the space, like Black Song. I was like, mm-hmm. meet the guys behind the brand. Those dudes have experience. They know their shit. So it's like it's not a, you know, it's not a coincidence. They already had because especially in the supplement space, it's all about relationships. You know, if you if you can leverage relationships, um, you can obviously you know hit the ground running pretty fast. Well, Justin, thank you so much for hopping on Content Inspired. You said there was two things that you had. I cut you off there a little bit. You said oh, okay, yeah, you're right. And then the second one, I have to like since I'm a fan. I say ghost. Right? You gotta say ghost. Yeah, yeah. Since I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of Ghost. Even though I'm a part of the family, I'm a fan. At the end of the day, I'm a legend. And I think what since day one, Dan and Ryan have always said like, "Hey, everyone, we are all ghosts. Uh, we are legends." Yep. And had like an overall theme of like including in every single step of the way, showing through building the brand when they had Lawrence as the videographer now Holden. Um, every single step along the way in regards to like what is happening internationally, trying to get into Europe, Europe, UK, Canada, you name it. Like, yeah, I might work for Ghost, but at the end of the day, I know Ghost from day one had had a clear image of what they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, because right, and we talked to Dan about that. Like, that's you're 100 percent right. It's like both both points sort of go together because. Now, if Dan would have been just the first thing Dan tried to do, um, his first job basically, or his first, you know, into the supplement space was would be to start Ghost with no knowledge or no background. It's like, well, and he was talking about like, you know, BCing people have been like, who the hell are you? But it's like he had so much knowledge and so much like experience and, and dedication and passion. It's like, you know, when you start to build that, it's, I, I love what Ghost does. Like I said, I, I, you know, I already, I fanboyed enough over Dan, you know, probably on this podcast, but I am such a huge fan of, of him personally. Um, I haven't met Ryan yet. I've just sort of chatted with him sort of briefly here and there, but I can only imagine that they, you know, they've been partners for a while. I'm sure they're basically the same type of guy. And I really want to get up there and hang out with him sometime for sure. I know that would be uh, super dope. And hopefully you, get that chance to make it happen whether it's at those headquarters or just in the chicago area well so dan did tell me he's going to the december 12th party oh okay cool because he was so he was he mentioned at the last minute going last time and he said that once he saw like all our footage he's like i cannot freaking believe i didn't go there i have to go next time So we're like, dude, yeah, absolutely, you gotta go, man. So he he says he's going. So you know, Dan, okay. you got you gotta be there. Yeah, that would be super sick if Dan would definitely go. And if he said he's gonna ha- he's gonna go because of basically all the fun that you guys had, it'll happen. And yeah, I know for sure. Get FOMO pretty bad. Yeah, since uh, since you invited me, I'll I'll make it happen. Absolutely, man. Well, good. I look forward to uh, to meeting you in December, if not sooner. And um. Thank you so much for hopping on Content Inspire. And um, thank you so much, man. All right, brother. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon.